Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Quick Spin, the Auto Week podcast that gets to the essence of the automobile today. We are talking about the 2021 Cadillac CT5V. That's right, the V version of the new Cadillac CT5. You can take a look at this Cadillac on our Instagram page right now. That's at Auto Week USA. Hey, while you're there, why don't you head over to our Facebook, click that like button. That way you get all the great Auto Week content we deliver daily. We're going to jump right to this Cadillac talk with the great Patrick Carone. But before that, we have to pay the bills. In case you missed it, Road & Track is now fully loaded. The magazine you've loved for years is now the ultimate lifestyle magazine for automotive enthusiasts. And now, when you join the Track Club by Road & Track, you'll receive six supersized issues, access to digital content, and dozens of partner privileges, exclusive invites to editorial events, and first dibs on insider automotive events, both online and around the world. Hop on in by visiting roadandtrack.com slash autoweek. That's R-O-A-D-A-N-D-T-R-A-C-K dot C-O-M forward slash A-U-T-O-W-E-E-K. And Patrick, tell me about this Cadillac CT5V. This is a 640 horsepower version? This is not the 650 horsepower version. This is the CT5V. I'm going to keep on saying it because I'm going to mess it up at some point, which is the, uh, the 360 horsepower V6, not the monster V8 supercharged 600 something horsepower that it is not. Oh, see, I was confused because I I had last driven a CTSV and it had 640 horsepower, and that five seemed awfully like an S. No, of course, I'm kidding. This is the latest of the Cadillac V series, and not to be confused with the Blackwing series. But uh, yeah, Patrick, tell me about this Cadillac. Yeah, it's all very confusing, and I feel like, especially lately, I've been like driving these cars where it's like you have to talk about the name for a while, and people have issues with the name. Like I was just in that Mustang Mach E the electric SUV Mustang. That's not a Mustang. And with this car, the CT5V, well, that's not a V. That's not a real V. So it's like, I'm just like in this world of like these cars that are not named correctly or people just get mad at what the you know, what they're naming them. I don't know. It's it's a very uh, strange thing. But Patrick, what you did was you took a little walk around of this Cadillac CT5V to tell us about its little facts, features, and how it feels. And we're going to jump to that right now. Taking a walk around the CT5V. This particular one is a color called Evergreen Metallic. I like it a lot. It's a real deep, rich green um, that in certain lights kind of looks black, so it's a little subtle. I think that's really cool. Um, of course, I like the, uh, the V signage on either side. Um, you know, is this a real V? That's something we could discuss, but you know, the little V symbol is obviously cool. I really like the grill. It's kind of blacked out, got that big Cadillac symbol. Definitely intimidating looking, something you want for a vehicle like this. Um, so yeah, I really like the front two thirds of this thing. It's the back that I don't love. Uh, you know, it's got that fastback sort of look. Uh, the C-pillar is really busy. There's like, you know, a few too many angles, a few too many things just going on. I just think it kind of looks crowded. It could look a little bit, you know, more streamlined, I think, if it were designed a little bit better. Although that said, overall, I think it totally works. I really like Cadillac's uh, recent design language. Um, and I think it, you know, also keeps it looking distinct from every other cookie cutter sports sedan out there bmw lexus audi kia what have you so overall i'm a fan 
And Patrick, I would say I am a fan too, but you do mention that it is a little maybe busy is the word for it. A lot of angles in a uh, creases. Yeah, especially in that like back third, kind of like me, right? Ah, um, <laughs> uh, it's nice overall, but there's something about that little back part that like, maybe I, I could say it like this, like the rest of it looks so nice and harmonious that that part of it stuck out to me. That's, that's, that's the nice way that I would say it. You did touch on something and we were talking about this a little before the Cadillac V's, right? Yeah, no, it's confusing. So, so this one, the way that like you kind of think of it is it's certainly not the next like iteration of the CTS V. It is not that we went over that. It's more like the like updated version of the CTS V Sport, which was also the V6. This one does have less horsepower, although I didn't notice it. I think it's actually 60 horsepower less than the previous one than this, than the V Sport, but still quick, still drives great. We could get to that in a little bit, but Yes. So it's more that the the car that everyone's like really salivating over, which is the CTS, CT5 V Blackwing, which is the one that then brings back the big V8. So that's that's really the next evolution of the CTSV that everyone loves is iconic. There was, you know, of course, the station wagon, that crazy looking coupe, all of that. So that's more the continuation of that. This is different. This is just a different car. It's it's really cool. It's a great sports sedan but it is not that and it needs to be made very clear that that's not what it is yeah and initially people were outraged now i don't know how many of these people would actually be buying a brand new cadillac v-series car but uh there were a lot of very upset people that the cadillac was using the v-line almost as like the m sport or amg right sport or not or amg i guess it's called amg now isn't it's a like a, a trim level opposed to a you know full-fledged right. monster no, totally. So this, yeah, I mean, this is more the, you know, Audi S4, the M, I guess what, like the M340, like the, and then like the AMG C43. This is more of that as opposed to the, like, the M3, the C63, you know, the, uh, what's it, Julia, what's it, uh, Quadrifolio? It's more, it's not that. It's more the, like, the junior grade of the, like, performance models, you know? Which, I mean, makes sense considering the timeline that they launched it. However, uh, you did take your initial response of just jumping into this thing. And I love when you do this. And we're going to jump to this right now. I just hopped into the CT5V. And I can tell you right off the bat, this is a fun little thing. I'm, uh, I'm on the West Side Highway going uptown. And yeah, this is, this is not um, a luxury Cadillac. That's not to say that, you know, it's not well appointed inside and looks really nice, but this is clearly a V. This is made to zip around town, maybe even hit the track. I'm excited. I'm going to have the car for a while. Um, but yeah, you can just tell instantly that the personality is one of performance. Very cool. You know, there when I say when I just jumped in and you feel that it's a V, I you know it's it's not the let's say a capital V. It's not that capital V, you know, monster machine. It's more like the lowercase V. But that said, it it, it really it drives great. Like you know, when you're on a highway, it's just like the level of comfort you want. But then you you start hitting the curves and it it really kind of tightens up. It stiffens up in a really 
good way. So, so it has that feel. The steering is like pretty heavy. It's got like weight to it, which you don't really feel that much these days, which I really appreciate it. Like, and you really get the road feel. So like it has like those aspects of, you know, what would make something a V as opposed to not a V if that makes sense. Absolutely. And let's uh, not forget, this is the Magnetic Ride Control 4.0, the fourth iteration of Magnetic Ride Control. It's wonderful. And there's so much variability too. You know, it has that, uh, the the V setting on the on the wheel where you could customize everything, right? And so stability, throttle response, the ride, traction control, you can, you know, customize all of these things however you want, which is obviously great and which, you know, is what you want in a performance car. Absolutely. But what you did do was take this out for a little bit of a drive, which we are going to go to right now. So one thing about this car is it is loud. It is very loud for a little luxury sports sedan. Now I'm in sport mode here, listen up. Even in tour mode, which is less aggressive, you still really hear this thing. Now, I like it, but I could see it being a little bit much if you're not really in the mood to hear uh, the engine every time you stomp on the gas so loudly. But you are what you are. If there's a young person in her life who's really into cars, give them the gift of R&T Crew, the ultimate subscription box by Road & Track for kids ages 6 to 10. Every month, a box is delivered to their door and is stuffed with cool accessories, fun activities, and a magazine chock full of facts, stories, games, and more. Sign up now to receive the all-new Mad Scientist box and enter code AUTOWEEK for 10% off an annual box subscription. Just head over to rtcrew.com, that's R-T-C-R-E-W.com, and use code AUTOWEEK. Not often will I disagree with you, Patrick, but I think the person buying this car, I mean, wants to hear some engine noise whenever they mash on the throttle. Yeah, you know, yes, but it's it's not, I, 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 I don't want to be mean. It's not a great noise is the other problem. It just doesn't have that, you know, those melodious notes. And, and it's constant, man. Like, it, it's sometimes you, you don't want it and you can't really get rid of it. Like I was saying, like, even in, you know, the cruise mode or whatever um yeah you 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 hear it a lot but also patrick because the listeners love hearing about this how much did this cadillac cost so this one the um i got the old monroni here with all of it and of course you know they give us the model with all the whistles and bells including all-wheel drive which is a two thousand dollar option and that Really nice paint job that I mentioned, the Evergreen Metallic at six twenty five. Altogether, this one came out to fifty eight thousand three hundred and five dollars. So not cheap, but not crazy these days. I guess is kind of what you'd say. Yes, yeah, so that's kind of. I feel like that's in line with the Audis and BMWs. Yeah, and Mercs. I mean, I could tell you absolutely worth it. Like I, you know, maybe I wouldn't go quite so far as to say, oh, this is like a great value, but. To me, worth it. You know, I, I will just say quickly in terms of the interior, like nice, like solid, about the level of refinement you would expect from the Cadillac. Nothing over the top, nothing, you know, mind blowing, but totally solid. And I think they've really worked on that. You know, everything is very intuitive. So totally pleasant experience 
on the inside, which is true. Like, it's a Cadillac, you know? But, Patrick, I hate to put your uh, head to the grindstone here, but we're coming <laughs> up the hard, hard-hitting questions right now. Patrick, what is the essence of this Cadillac CT5V? Okay, so I think if you really divorce the whole V controversy from this equation, what it boils down to is this is just a really great sports sedan. And I think there are fewer and fewer really great sports sedans that exist these days. And this just has that feel of like a old school, you know, not too big, not too small, like plenty of power, really rides like a sports car. But, you know, it's got four doors and a trunk kind of vehicle. And if that's what you're looking for, I would say hop in. You might not think, oh, I'm going to go to the Cadillac dealer. Go there in between, you know, whatever, Audi, Alpha, BMW, Mercedes, you know, wherever you're headed. Check it out. Like it's and even compared to a lot of those cars, like it really does have that, I don't know, lack of a better term, sort of like sports feel, the the ride, the the steering, like maybe the power is not bonkers, but, you know, zero to 60, under five seconds, it's fast. It's fast. Well, and to add to that, I know the spoils of riches that we have driving a lot of high-end cars, having too much power is a problem, I feel, uh, sometimes. I mean, the, the CTS-V, the last CTS-V I drove, it constantly wanted to break traction. I mean, yeah, sure, it was like 40 degrees, but uh, you're either going to break traction or get in trouble accidentally, which I think that 360 horsepower is like a nice compromise. Yeah. And you know, I'd love to be, I think we'd all love to be the kind of people who would have a CTSV or CT5V Blackwing as a daily driver, but who's actually going to do that, right? Like this is that car. This could be that car, you know, besides just the price being more reasonable. Like you're saying, it's like you could live with this thing day to day, except for maybe you might get a little sick of the noise, but you know what? Pump up the radio a little bit. You'll be all right. Yeah, I say just crank up this here podcast. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can listen to about this car while you're driving the car in a constant loop. That's a recipe for happiness. Uh, podception, they call it. But Patrick, I couldn't agree more about this Cadillac. I think it looks great and it sounds like it's a lot of fun to drive. Uh, thank you so much for doing the hard work and driving the thing. Also, listeners, thank you for listening. Don't forget to over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get this bad boy. Drop a five-star review. Let us know how we're doing and what you want to hear about in the future. And also, don't forget to head over to our Facebook page. You know, like, subscribe so you can get all the great Auto Week content we serve daily. Most of all, and I know I just said this, without your listenership, none of this could be possible.